What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Sorry to Interrupt podcast. We have an NFL Wednesday for you here, brought to you, as always, by SorrySports.com. Sean and I jumped right in. We did a recap of last week, talked about the locals first, and then we went down the slate. After that, we recapped our picks. We had a little bit of world news involved as well, which Sean and I talked about briefly. It was a big one. Following that, we made our picks, especially the much, much, much maligned Sperm Bank Pick of the Week. Follow us on Twitter at Sorry Sports, on Instagram, Sorry underscore Sports. Check out the website, SorrySports.com, the greatest website in the world. And shoot us an email if you have anything to say, SorrySports at Yahoo.com. Maybe someday I will actually check that email. You never know. You might get a response. Um, and enjoy the pod. What's up, guys? Welcome back to Sorry to Interrupt. We're here for our Wednesday NFL pod, getting both in, both in studio this week, my man. How are you? Proud of us. Proud of us. Look at that. What's I'm, going on? I'm healthy. You're done with school now. Not much, man. Look Find at us. Down. We had a couple. We had a couple weeks there where you know we were treading shaky. water, and here we go, finishing yep. up 2019 strong. Work's winding down, getting into that Christmas season. All right. What'd you get me? I got you an EY jersey for you to jump in the water soon. Okay. It's 20 degrees. Mm. Well, we're looking forward to that. I got you something to wear under all your sleeveless jerseys. <laughs> Just a nice white long sleeve <laughs> shirt. Aside from the one, yeah, the one that I wore in the summer. I'll bring that back next summer. It's fine. Oh, um, disgusting. All right, guys. Let's recap week 15. Um, we'll start with the Jets-Ravens Thursday night game. You know, the score was a blowout, and Lamar did Lamar things. First half wasn't. But I got to be honest. The Jets' offense and Darnold actually moved the ball pretty well. Baltimore's defense didn't look all that good in this game. Yeah, um, the score is obviously the score. The Jets put up a majority of their points in the first half, but I mean, this is what you're gonna do. You're gonna—they're probably the most complete team in football. That being the Ravens, and that's what's gonna happen. At the end of the day, they're gonna make adjustments at halftime and figure it out, and that's what happened. Yeah, they come. They came out, and Lamar know. broke a few records, I believe. Um, did he break the all-time rushing record yet? No, Is not he, yet. Okay, yeah, next week. coming up. Yeah. Well, he probably what he didn't even play the fourth quarter. He didn't play the fourth. We got some RG three action. Nice. Um, so. But yeah, they they came out you know a little bit flat, and that Thursday night game late in the season I think is just brutal on everybody. One, yeah, yeah. No more Thursday nights. We got three Saturday games coming up this week. That'll be um, fun. Yeah, I kind of like how they did that. Um, they've been doing that the last few years, from what I remember. I don't um, know if they've done the three. Yeah, I don't think it was three. I think it was either one or two. Yeah, I think they would do like a four thirty and and an eight or something, and now they're doing. A one o'clock. Well, now too, the college football is pretty much over, except for the playoff. Right, which college is football that matters. Yeah, it's gonna be on. Might uh, as well fill it up. Fill up the Saturday schedule. Exactly. Saturday the twenty eighth is college football, so uh, you know nobody cares about these random bowls uh, until you get to around the New Year's time. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, so you know the Ravens came out a little bit flat, but. They, they poured it on in the second half. Like you said, they made the adjustments. But I was impressed with Darnold and the Jets. I mean, they made Darnold had some picks. You know, there was one I can remember that was pretty bad. But overall, I mean, obviously, we talk about Lamar and the Ravens offense and how dynamic it is. But I said it on the pod last week and how Marcus Peters has changed that defense. That defense is still really freaking good. And they're capable of making any play. I think it was Marcus Peters, actually, that made that interception in the first half. But... I thought Darnold and the Jets moved the ball pretty well. Robbie Anderson had some big plays. Obviously, Jamison Crowder, uh, I, I don't know how long his deal is. Uh, you, you'll you probably know, but there, year. there's a connection there between Darnold and him. And, mm-hmm. and you like to see a possession receiver know how to get open and be that kind of guy. And they were giving Baltimore fits. They weren't scoring points, but they were they were getting yards. They were, they were driving basically every possession. So, um, you know. Things of encouragement you can see out of the Jets. Nobody expected that game to be close, and and it wasn't. But you could take some positives out of a blowout. I think this is the game you do it. Absolutely, and it is a three-year deal, just as I assumed. There That's you go. Just great journalism. Well, you know me. your team. Of course, of course, I do. I'd hope. And yeah, I was I, I was just happy to see the Jets have, you know, a, a little bit of competence. If they lost this game forty-two to seven, we'd be having a different conversation. But again, their defense is pretty decimated I don't believe Jamal Adams played in this game um I know he's been hurt and obviously CJ Mosley's out for the year you trade away a Leonard Williams so you don't expect the defense to do much especially on a team that's 
five, well, five and ten now, I believe. So, but I was happy to see what they did five with the offense. Five and nine. Yeah. Well, they've played fourteen. Yeah, they've played fourteen games. Yeah. Yep. So, I was happy to see what they did with the offense. Not much else to say for a team that sucks. It's still depressing to talk about our teams like this. And now we're going to talk about your team. I know there was some tears shed in the um, sports feelings are. You sports got, feelings are. You got, you got any? Uh, uh, well, takes? I'll put I'll put that cap on. Um, just talking about the Giants game, Eli's final game. Um, I know I cried. Um, I cried myself to sleep that night, knowing that I'm not going to see that mouth breather on the sideline too much longer. It's tough to see, but it's time to go. Um, he got the win against the Dolphins. What a send off! He's back to 500 as a quarterback. I'm sure you and Mike were happy about that. Cuddled up drinking your hot chocolate. Mm-hmm. Little butterfly kisses as well. Oh, you know. <laughs> it's been an emotional time for Eli's career. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it was nice to see him get a proper send-off, or as proper as it could be given the last, what, like two, two and a half years. Um, they got the win. They beat the Dolphins. Nice. Yeah, I mean, it, it's one of those things where, like, obviously in the NFL, like, you don't get those. And, it, and let's be clear. I mean, this was not – the this was not planned because he was never supposed to play again for the Giants after they pulled the plug on him after week two. You know, Jones got hurt. He makes that Monday night game. He has a great first half. They don't do anything in the second half, lose to the Eagles. And this game started off pretty poorly. I mean, they were losing. The, the offense didn't have much momentum. And I'll tell you what, if this was Eli's last game, it, it was an it was a vintage Eli game. Two touchdowns, three picks, <laughs> but made some huge throws, you know, on third downs and, and led two scoring drives there at the end for Saquon, touchdown rushes. But, yeah, I mean, listen, man, I think that the reason we get into sports is because we do – we love our teams. We want to see our teams win. And when they lose, we bitch and moan about them and tell us that, you know, and we, we've known it's been time for Eli to walk away for a while. And for a guy that, I mean, he, he is the greatest quarterback in New York history, which is crazy to think. It also doesn't say much about the history of New York football, but it's, it is one of those things. I mean, we saw it with Jeter and Mo. You know, the Red Sox fans had it with Ortiz, but again, that's, and you know, Messier and Gretzky, but those are all, those are sports where you have that obviously Kobe and, and everything like that with the Lakers football. You don't get this. I mean, the Jets traded Namath to the Rams, you know, to move on to their next franchise guy. And, um, you know, Montana Montana moves out to, to Kansas city and, and, um, even what's his name there? The uh, Johnny Unitas finishes out in Los uh, San Diego. So you don't get this, and who knows what the future is for Eli? But you know, watching that game, you, you he's get not going to be five hundred. No, 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 no. That'll no. be a quick way to put me to sleep. Yeah, he's and again, like he's not. He's never been that guy in in post games or pre games. Like he is just he's he's every cliche in the book, but. He's a pro. Uh, I was happy for him. He got this. The Shermer actually did one thing right and let him, you know, start the series and then call the timeout and pull him. And for whatever Giant fans were still there, you know, got to give him a really nice hand and he walked off with a win. And, you know, I don't get too caught up in the records again. I mean, can you tell the history of the NFL? Without a guy, we to don't me, need that's this, the, We don't need to have this right? Hall of Fame debate. He's no, no, no. But, but again, you know, to me, it's. It, I was just saying for the under five hundred people, you know, Namath is the most significant quarterback in NFL history, just purely for what he did for the league. Uh, that's indisputable. There would be no, we might not have the NFL we know it if, if the Jets didn't win that Super Bowl. So again, that that means something, and and the UI is that too. So yes, yeah, so we're not going to have that. But for what this game was. Two god-awful teams. I did not expect the Giants to play well, regardless of who played. I picked the Dolphins. I got this game wrong. As Um, did I. Yep. But, hey, Eli made some good throws. Uh, He made some bad throws. It was a vintage Eli game. Um, If he's done, I'm happy it went out the way he did because he's a legend. He's At least in New York sports, he is a legend. So, uh, as a fan of a team that hasn't had much to cheer about lately, I'm happy for him, and, and hopefully Jones is good to go. Uh, for week 16 moving out of the locals uh as i say every week mercifully um (laughs) we're going to talk texans titans in an afc south battle the texans end up pulling this game out 24 21 this was a really fun game absolutely and this was basically a battle for the afc south title so 
I picked the Titans. I, I was all in on them. They weren't my sperm bank pick of the week, but I did have a good feeling about this game. They didn't get it done. Um, you and I both didn't have great weeks this past week, but Deshaun Watson got, got it done when he needed to. He put up just enough points to win. I don't know how I feel about either of these teams making a deep run into the playoffs. Do you think both of them are going to make it? I don't know if they'll both make it. Um, both of them still have a chance at the division, obviously. Yep. I I. I I don't know. I think the better question is for whomever wins the division, who has the best shot at going deep out of those two teams? I think that Deshaun Watson. I I, I just when it comes to making playoff runs, I just pick the better quarterback. And as as fun and as good as Tannehill's looked, I'm still gonna take Deshaun Watson over him. Yeah. And I would say the Texans. Yep, I would too. Um, you know, their defense still scares me, although they've been playing better. Um you know they're they're one of I think they're one of the most perplexing teams because when they win they often dominate. Well, that and and I think they just go as their head coach goes, and I think Bill O'Brien is one of the most perplexing head coaches as well. Right. Because one week he looks like he has these guys that all figured out the games they're killing it. I mean that Patriot week, game you can't play any better than that on both sides of the ball. That and then Indianapolis game that that they'll turn around on Thursday and night get smoked by Jacksonville. Right. So. I think they go as their coach goes, and this team just is an anomaly. Yeah, I like Tennessee's ability to run the ball, obviously, with Henry. I like their defense. One of the most dominant running backs in the league. Oh, he's he's Finally, they unleashed him and got rid of, well, Deion Lewis is still on the team. but Yeah, they're using him more as you know a, a wide receiver kind of flanker than, they, than a running back. I mean, Henry, you just got to give the ball to that guy. Patriots could really use Deion Lewis. Back on the team, a lot of teams could, but yeah, the Patriots could use you know basically everyone <laughs> around the league that plays that kind of position. They thought Sony Michelle was going to be that guy. He has not been good. Not even close. Um, I was wrong about that. I thought Michelle was going to be a really good player because comes out of running back. You, you know that mm-hmm. Georgia Georgia program produces a lot of damn good running backs, and he has not been uh, he's not been one of them. But yeah, uh, I don't know. The I, guy that got drafted after him is better. Yeah, oh, by, a, oh, by a long shot. Not even Nick close. Chubb. Yep, yep, not even close. He's just on a, a terrible team that doesn't utilize him correctly. But yeah, I think that looking at these two teams, this game was, this game kind of was about the way you'd expect because I think they're both pretty even. But yeah, on the road, um, Houston got the dub, and, and you know Watson has the ability to your point to to carry a team if he gets hot because he does things that other guys can't. Mm-hmm. Exactly. All right, other than Lamar and Mahomes. Yes, absolutely. Let's move on to the next. And Aaron Rodgers. I'll throw him in. I was just talking AFC, but yeah. Yeah. All right, let's move on to the next game, and that is the Cheaters beat the Bengals 34-13. You and I aren't going to discuss that until some league action has been put in place just so we can get all the facts out there. But this is following the Patriots videotaping the sideline. If anybody hasn't seen Jay Glazer's insider video, it's up on his Instagram it's pretty hilarious, but nonetheless, the Patriots take care of business against the Bengals, 34-13. to Not much to say here, except I'm not really a fan of this Patriots offense. I don't think they have too many weapons. Their defense is still really good, though. Yeah, their defense had a bounce and back keep in. in mind, they won the Super Bowl, what was it, 13-7 to or something yeah, like that last year? I think it was, yeah. Yeah, so, listen, sometimes defense wins championships, and I, I'm not going to count the Patriots out. No, and Brady knows how to make one more play than the other team, obviously. And, um, yeah, I mean, this was a big bounce-back game for a defense that hadn't played all that great the last couple of times out, especially that Texans game. Um, but, and, you know, Brady made some made some throws, and it's whatever. You beat the Bengals. But, yeah, I mean, we'll discuss it, obviously, when we, when we find out what happens. But, I mean, it's just fucking ridiculous. Like, the fact that this is happening again, it's like you lose all credibility. Did you hear Teddy Bruschi go in on him? No. So Bruschi just went in on the patch for like a five minute tirade on NF on a Monday Night Countdown the other night, which was great because he's a he's always backed the Pats and you know went against the haters, but he's like this is absolutely unacceptable. This is so stupid. What are you doing this for? So I mean, when if we you do it against Kansas City or, or Baltimore, right? I just think fair, it's like kind of what we talked about with Houston, right? It's like you're already the best team in your sport. What do you need to be pulling this fucking bullshit for? And for the Patriots, again, I mean, you can see why people really question, regardless of what the implications are and what comes out of it, you you really understand why people hate this team. I guess the Patriots are just bored of playing football because they're so good at it. And they're just trying to find other ways to, to That's compete. That's what a Patriot fan would say. Yeah. 
I think that's the way they feel. I'm definitely not a Patriot fan. They're a bunch of cheaters, pieces of shit. They should all be out of the league. And let's keep in mind, just Boston in general. I mean, come on. Ortiz took steroids. I don't want to hear about the same of shit. All don't get me started. And for the Bengals. Manny Ramirez, by the way. Yep. Oh, for sure. And for the Bengals, you're one, you're one loss closer to Joe Burrow. So can keep it going. There you are. The unanimous Heisman winner himself. All right. Let's move on to the next game. The Packers beat the Bears 21-13. to This was kind of expected. Nothing much to say Got there. very interesting at the end. It did. It did indeed, but. Listen, the Packers took care of business. They did what they had to do. I think we need to talk about the Packers for a second, though, as an NFC team. Because I don't know how you feel about them, but I watch them on Red Zone every week. And they're finding ways to win, but they are not impressive to me. I I do not believe that this team is a team that's going to really go deep in the playoffs. They're not impressive, but again, I go with the quarterback, and I think they have a little bit of a run in them, especially because when it comes to the weather getting a little bit colder, they have a really good running game, and that defense gets to the quarterback. Yeah, their defense has just been it's it's crazy how much of a turnaround they've had. From when it last comes year to cold weather games, which obviously in in Lambeau Field and wherever else they're going to play, unless they have to play in a dome, it's going to be cold. It's going to be freezing. Yeah, Rodgers again, just like Brady, is going to make one more play than the other guy. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know. I I, it, I would tr- traditionally agree with you, but it, they are. This team is just uh, something's missing. I can't. I can't holding, pinpoint. Maybe it, they're holding a little something back for the playoffs. Could be. I mean, they've got this division wrapped up. I, I they are just exactly. something to me just doesn't feel right about this team, and it's not. It's not the Packers of the. I last think every few years. week, every week that goes by, Devontae Adams gets healthier because he was out for multiple weeks at a time there and I think that he's going to be a major weapon in the playoffs so win every game one of the best wide receivers in the league you, best wide receiver this year is Michael Thomas it's not even close no it's not uh just win 21-13 you know I, like you said Rodgers probably make one more play than other t- than the other guy all right so next game we're moving through these really quick but honestly um it's week 15 though like some teams they're like we're talking well, about three done. win teams like yeah and, and more is there to evaluate with those teams and to be honest a lot of these games went kind of chalk this was a so. shit slate this yeah. sunday was real bad speaking of another shit game the eagles beat the redskins 37 27 redskins put up points haskins had a two touchdown game what is that, the first of his career? He's been playing well. He actually had a really nice game against he's got Kyle nice, Allen's Panthers the week before. He's got a nice connection, obviously, with the other Ohio State product, who I think is going to be a McLaurin. stud in this league, McLaurin. Yeah. He's really good. But the Eagles did what they had to do. Again, I'm going to go with the word I've been using, took care of business. They beat him 37-27, to and they stay alive in that playoff race for the NFC East. Hey, this was another goddamn game, back-to-back, games against really shitty divisional opponents and they've had to pull it out of their ass late and I don't know how much longer they're going to be able to do that I mean Wentz made throws late in that game that he had to make the the Redskins turn back into the Redskins but this game was in serious doubt for a long time yeah they they I mean I'm telling you man the Eagles aren't good I don't know what's going to happen Sunday against the Cowboys. I don't the know Eagles about you. I'm just not better. picking that game. The Eagles are just better than the Giants and the Redskins. Yeah, and the, but the crazy thing is not by much. Nope. Really not by much. That's secondary. I mean, I know they have a good pass rush and they have a good run defense, but that secondary is terrible. And they have no receivers. But still, yeah. you you expect them to be a little bit better. And Wentz leaves a lot to be the, I'm starting to understand why Eagle fans are very much torn on him. Now, he's led them back late, but if it wasn't for the anemic Giants who had 28 total yards in the second half on, you know, two Mondays ago. And the Redskins. And the Redskins. Redskins. I really don't think they win those games. And they're going to have to show out on Sunday at home against Dallas, which will decide the NFC East pretty much in totality. I know if the Cowboys win, they clinch it. And if the Eagles win, they have to win Week 17 at the Giants. But, I mean, not impressed with Wentz at all. I hate both these teams. Um, or we could just root for the Cowboys to make a deep run in the playoffs and extend Jason Garrett. I think if they win one game, Jason Garrett gets a three or four-year extension. Oh, actually, I want – go Cowboys. I want that to happen. Yeah, I know. He's the gift that keeps on giving, As long giving, as they don't man. win the Super Bowl this year. I don't think we have to worry about that. Um, and Dak will get you know the richest contract in, in quarterback history. Okay, um, next game, Seahawks-Panthers. I predicted the Seahawks would go across the country and murder the um, – the Panthers. It they wasn't the case. Pushing. This was thirty to twenty-four. They pushed. Um, you know, they won the game. Uh, one thing we got to talk about. Did Will fast. Greer start this game? No, Will Greer came in late. 
because Kyle Allen was god-awful. Will Greer's going to start Week 16 and 17, and why not? See what the kid out of West Virginia has. Uh, he's one of the very few rookie quarterbacks out of this class. Actually, he might be the only one that we actually you know talked about during the draft that hasn't played yet. Mm-hmm. Um, but Josh Gordon, man, done again. Tested positive for PEDs after the game. He's He's done. I mean, I, I'll never say never, especially with all these guys. It's like, how many chances can you get? But I think we've seen him play his last game in the NFL. He's also, he's been a little and bit he made diminished. a hell of a catch in this game, too. Oh, yeah. Well, I, I didn't watch much of this game. It's not, I knew the Seahawks were going to win. I don't want to say he's completely, he was definitely not washed, especially after the catch that he made. Not that washed. referring to, but he's not worth taking as much of a risk on being that, he's he's fallen off a little bit. Yeah, he's not the dynamic player. I mean, again, like he's still a guy that would help a team in theory, but you—he's just, just not worth it at this point. Yeah, he's it's, not worth the risk, right? And it's just like even if you give up nothing for the risk, like you're just not gonna get anything out of him. He's just—he's gonna—he's gonna something's gonna pop up where he won't be able to play, and you know if he's not gonna be available, then it's a fuck damn it. shame. It is uh, a real wasted career. Um, obviously, you feel for him because he's got a lot of shit going on, and we've been saying this for the better part of six, seven years. Um, next game on the docket, Chiefs beat the Broncos in the snow. Drew Locke, not too much in this game. They only scored three points. Kansas City won 23-3. This was not a great performance by Mahomes, I, I, but again, put up 23 points. The defense handled business. Drew Locke and the Broncos couldn't do anything. And they got 12 weather as well, I believe. Or yeah. He's either going... They claimed him off waivers. Yeah, yep. Kansas City. That is. Yeah, that's a good. That's a good pickup. He, he left Arizona. I mean, there's not much to be desired in Arizona. So. No, give him a chance at another ring. Absolutely, absolutely. All right. So we don't really have to talk much about that game because the Broncos did no, they, absolutely nothing. Yeah, I mean, we'll we'll talk more about how the AFC playoff picture goes after this week. You know, mm-hmm. next Wednesday we're going to be going into the last week of the regular season. What a shit week. I'm glad I didn't really watch much football. Dude, this week, it to was be honest. bad. I just watched the highlights. It was bad. I w- I had red zone on for the majority of the day. And it was just, you know, again, they, they're not showing a lot of games because a lot of these games weren't deserving of being shown. You, you obviously showcase the fit. What Red Zone's starting to do now, and they've kind of been doing this for a long time, but they do it much more as the season goes on, is they really only show the games where the top fantasy guys are playing. You know, they're going to key in on Mahomes and the Chiefs even when they're winning by 17 and the Broncos haven't had a first down in, you know, 17, 18 minutes. But you want to see Mahomes. So we're going to, you know, go live to him. And they're, they're grasping at straws at this point. Absolutely. All right. Leading up to the next one, Jameis played a hell of a game. It's the most fun roller coaster in the league. He he looked like an all-timer this week. Granted, it was against the Detroit Lions, who, by the way, also reassured Patricia his job. And you never know because we all know how that goes. He gets reassured, and then on Black Monday, he gets fired. Yeah, it's hard. I mean, we yeah, have, that's my boy, Matty People. He's your, he's your boy, I know. Um, Got the pencil in the ear, the rocket scientist. He's Maybe we could have a third host with him. What do you think? I would not mind bringing on Matty People. Absolutely not. Um, but, you know, the other. That was a rhetorical question. I didn't even want you to answer it. Oh, you don't want to bring on Matt Patricia? I Never. Really thought, and it wasn't rhetorical. But, um, <laughs> uh, yeah, obviously, yeah, I'm good. But um, what am I going to say about that? What about Shermer? What am I going to say? No, 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 no. I, I want to be inspired when I talk. I don't I don't want to be knocked down you and feel like depressed? I want to. Yeah, I mean, I can do that on my own anyway. I don't True. Need to, I don't need to have him talk to me. Um, But, yeah, I mean, for he got I, – I think that's the right move. I mean – Again, for teams that just continue to churn out coaches, like you got to set some kind of precedent. He's not a good coach, but that he's lost Stafford. Stafford's not going to play, and he was actually playing very well this year. So who knows what that team would have been? He's starting, you know, David Blau, you know, like for fuck's sakes. But getting to Jameis and the Bucks, I was trying to think about this. You know who he reminds me of a lot as far as just like having games and years like this. He kind of reminds me a lot of some of those Eli years. Like, Eli's stat line would be like three touchdowns, three interceptions, 400 yards, and either win or lose, but put up 35 points. I mean, for a while, that was a giant game almost every week. And that's what Jameis does. You know, the first, he played like a Hall of Famer in this game. You know, the first pass he threw was picked, right? And then after that, and it's just like, 
he's he's must see TV. He's you don't know what the hell he's gonna do. He he's the all time heat check guy in the NBA. Yeah, where yeah. he'll go in and uh, uh, first half. He'll be one for one for ten, uh, you know, taking from the crazy floor. fadeaways. Yeah, yeah, but then he comes back out in the second half like nothing happened and have forty points. That, that's literally what he is. I mean, who would you come to? Maybe J.R. Smith. Yeah, J.R. of old Dion Waiters heat check. Yeah, you know? absolutely one of those guys. Yeah, I, it's uh, it's pretty funny with him, but no I memory for that guy. Oh, dude. I mean, he's. And, and he provides such an interesting conundrum for this Tampa Bay team because depending on who ends up getting cut or who ends up, you know, getting dealt or put on the trading block, um, I mean, that's the state of quarterbacks. Like, we have to look at the quarterback position and it's like, oh, Jameis sucks. They're obviously going to move on from him. But it's like, who else are you getting that's going to have the ability to put up those kind of numbers for you? There's not I a think, lot of guys out there that are going to be available. I think he earned himself a contract. It's so tough. Like, he's maddening. If I was a Buccaneer fan, I'd be so, like, I, I have no idea. No idea. Nah, they're going to re-sign him. Quarterbacks are too much of a premium, and they're not going to have a good enough draft pick to get anybody worth grabbing. All right, let's move on to the next game, my favorite game of the week. I can't wait. To I'm sure it's this. yours, too. Oh, of course. The Arizona Cardinals beat the Cleveland Browns 38-24. to Kyler Murray first. had a pretty good game, and the Browns players, including Jarvis Landry, were begging the Cardinals to go get them. Cardinals. That, honestly, I feel like... That could have been any team. They could have played a CFL team, and Jarvis Landry would have said, come get me. At that point, when you're asking the Cardinals. It's not like it's a historic franchise or anything where, like last year, you had Earl Thomas saying to the Cowboys, come get me or whatever. You're saying this to the Cardinals, a team that's not much better than yours. No. And talent-wise is David Johnson's been in and out of the lineup all year. They have no defense. Your talent level is far superior. Except for the quarterback. Well, see, I think that he said it in two, to, for two reasons. One, the quarterback. I think he likes what he saw from Kyler. And, and two is Kingsbury's offense is legit. The Cardinals are fun to watch. They have games where they're bad. And Kyler, uh, the game before against Pittsburgh, Kyler was god-awful. I, I mean, he's starting to figure absolutely it out. awful. I don't even know. I think he's just a rookie quarterback who has his good moments, his bad moments, his good games and bad games. He might have that. Clarity moment, though, that you see from rookie quarterbacks at certain times. Yeah, and again, like I'd like to see him finish out the season strong um, because a week ago at this time, it was like, oh, boy, that's that's a really rough one. I mean, it's amazing how our entire opinion can change. But as much as, I, as much as I love talking about Kingsbury's offense and, and Kyler, and I am excited about the prospects of this team once they get some talent, more talent in there because, hey, that what I what I look for with teams who have young quarterbacks and teams that don't really have a lot going on, are they fun to watch at least at times? And yeah, this Cardinal offense is fun to watch. Kingsbury's brought that all those gadget plays from college, and they're running exotic schemes that teams in the defenses don't know how to plan for, and they don't always get executed. But they're fun to watch. The Browns, the mm-hmm. Browns, just a joke. The, the Browns are my favorite thing in the league, and aren't you so happy that I told you to stay the fuck away from them in our preview? Because I just get excited sometimes, but when you have like a, a high school assistant coach being the head coach of an NFL team, yeah, high school assistant coach on like an 0-7 high school football team, you're not going to do much. He's so a joke. This is to me, and I was thinking about it. Does he get fired? They, they gave him the, the vote of confidence. <laughs> Now, who knows? I mean, they could do just like what you said with Patricia. Like, they could say, yeah, he's going to come back next year. But, you know, if if everybody comes to them and they're like, we are not playing for this guy, then, you know, maybe things change. But I think they'll stick with him. Because, again, it, you, it's so hard. Because if you fire a guy after one year, two years, the Giants are in that position with Shermer. It's like, do you give him a chance? Two years is such a short time. But it's also like, you regressed. I mean, this team. Exactly. This team and, has more talent than it did last year. And you're already saying fire Shermer. Granted, it's two years instead of one. Oh, no, but I this think Brown's situation yeah. is even worse. It's worse because this team has so much more talent and should be so much better. And, and a couple things is Baker's not great. Baker's not all that good. Um, but again, it, it's like the Sam Darnold thing where it's like, is it coaching or is it Baker? They're not putting Baker in any position to win. You know what, though? And he's making terrible decisions, but I think part of that decision-making process has to go back to the head coaching. The coach always has something to and do with And there's zero it. development there. Coach always uh, there's has There's actually something. a regression. I'm Co- sorry to interrupt. 
No, you're fine, brother. You're fine. Uh, way to stay on brand. Um, coach obviously always has something to do with it. But Baker Mayfield is making every throw to Ricky Seals-Jones. He, he has Nick Chubb, who's also really good out of the backfield, and two guys named Jarvis Landry and Odell Beckham Jr. As well as Kareem Who Hunt. Odell will run down the field, and Baker doesn't even look in his direction. And Sam Kareem Darnold Hunt. is throwing to Robbie Anderson and Jamison Crowder. Kind of different. Kind of different. <laughs> All right. Different. So uh, I'm I'm not I am not a Baker fan. I'm I have gonna... I have been saying this. Listen, he could be an okay quarterback. I'm not th- throwing in the towel on him, but we need to calm the fuck down. I mean, you and I have spent the majority of this season talking about Jones and Darnold and their developments and things we like about their games, things we don't like about their games, and their young quarterbacks. Everybody like nationwide looks at Darnold and Jones as complete jokes, and they're like, oh, well, Mayfield maybe can figure it out. Why? What has he done to say that we should give him credit to say he can figure it out? I agree with you, and Baker Mayfield is my Deshaun Watson of you when it comes to the tiers. It's just on the reverse. You had Deshaun Watson way too low. Because he didn't play. Whatever. You had him way too low, and I had Baker way too high. I was believing the hype. I got to learn from my mistakes. As a good CEO, I will learn from my mistakes. And next year, I'm not going to – I mean, next year, I'm not going to throw Kyler Murray into the top three tiers. Right. So, I think that the biggest problem when we look at what this Brown season has been is – and I don't play fantasy, but this is not a, you know, get off my lawn, I don't play it, nobody else should like it thing. We – as a collective, you know, and fan society have bled fantasy and reality in way too much. And I was thinking about this with other things and, you know, cause you just start thinking and it's like, you know who the number one ranked team in Madden was this year? It was the Browns. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, you bring in Odell and he's great, but like he hadn't won shit with the giants and missed a lot of time. You know, you bring in Jarvis Landry, hadn't won shit with the Dolphins and missed some time. You have this rookie second-year quarterback who hasn't won anything. Uh, and you have a co- head coach who was picked by the quarterback who was going into his second year. He was picked by the quarterback? Yeah, Baker was like, I really like Freddie Kitchens. And he called him an idiot on hard knocks. On camera. I know, but before the season started and they were when they were going through their... Well, again, Greg Williams, they played well for him down the stretch last year. And, he had, and, and they didn't retain, retain him and the, and the Jets scooped him up as their DC. But, you know, the other thing I was thinking about is we, we look at those kind of teams and we think based off of just how they should be as players that that's going to work as a team. And the comp I made was that 2011 Philly team. When they bring in... Uh, uh, Namdi Asamoah and they have all these guys and it's like wow this team is the most talented team in NFL history and they didn't make the playoffs I think they won six or seven games because they just didn't gel and they didn't have a great coach and, and they had a lot of issues and I think about it when we look at quarterbacks too it's like why do we shit on players like Manning and we you know give Roethlisberger and Rivers all the excuses in the world for why they're not playing great? Ooh, well, that's be- a soft topic for you because that's the team because one. the teams that they play for are better. Their co- their infrastructure is exponentially better, and even if Roethlisberger leads the league in interceptions, Pittsburgh's going to find their way into the playoffs. You know, Rivers can throw ducks all over the field, but they might squeak into the playoffs. But a two-time Super Bowl MVP, oh, he's shot because the team around him is fucking horrible and we look at him like that. I feel, I've feel i been saying that about Darnold. I didn't like Darnold's um, you know, body language halfway through the season. I didn't like some of the things. But it's like, how in the hell can you tell me Sam Darnold sucks? He was a third overall pick and look at the Jets, you know? I don't know. I feel like we look at fantasy and we look at numbers and we just take that and we say this is what a team should be or this is what a guy should be. And in reality, if you just study the NFL and watch games intelligently instead of looking on the side of what they're doing for your point total for the week, you can actually evaluate talent better. This Cleveland Brown team, with the schedule they were playing and with all the question marks, should not have been picked to do shit this year. And to me, I'm not surprised with how this team has gone. It, it, I'm not at all. This is the team that I kind of expected them to be. Yeah. Sorry for right. the sorry for the tirade, but it just No, my friend, you were right. You were absolutely right. All good points there. Sometimes we need to keep fantasy in the fantasy world. All right, so moving on to the next game, the Vikings beat the Chargers 39 to 10. What do we have to say here? Chargers suck, Phillip Rivers sucks. 
He's washed. Vikings are pretty good, too. They're going to be a playoff team. They're absolutely going to be a playoff team. Next one up, you picked the Raiders, I believe. I got this one wrong. You got this one wrong. They did Jaguars, not close out the black hole in style. The Jaguars beat the Raiders 20-16. to 16. Minshew Mania continues. He led him right down the field for a winning drive. Um, and Carr got booed off the field. Right down to got booed right to Vegas. And I didn't really like John Gruden's postgame. It was stupid. He was like, it's not about this year. It's about the Raiders, blah, blah, blah. But, but I mean, honestly, what else, what else do I expect from him? Why should I be annoyed about that? Um, that cute little Raiders playoff run that I think the Jets kind of, my Jets kind of ended there. Oh, yeah, I, I stomped on them. Um, that was nice. That was fun. But, yeah, it's over for them. Enjoy Vegas. They're going to be down there next year, I believe. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I there was there was talks of them playing in London. There was talks of them playing all over the place. But they're going to be in Vegas next year. So, beautiful stadium, apparently. Good. Oh, for them. they're that that team's going to make a boatload of money. Yeah. Well, they should because Mark Davis is the uh, is the poorest owner in in the NFL. Not even by close. a lot. Not even close. By yeah, a lot. because of this Vegas deal, he uh he's got basically every penny he has sunk into it. So we'll we'll uh we'll have to see how that He'll goes. He'll turn a nice profit. Oh, a- absolutely. I mean, come on. That's a quick commute for all the Raiders fans going down there and I mean, all the people, all the non-fans are still going to go to a game on a Sunday after a bender down in Vegas. So not to mention the gambling implications that it has. So that that'll be interesting. That'll be so- a topic for next year. Moving on to the next game, the Falcons beat the Niners 29 to 22. No revenge game for your boy, um, what's his face? The head coach, Kyle Shanahan. No, no, that was not. Uh, Julio Jones finally went off. We've been waiting for that for a while. Caught the game winner. Absolutely, and he caught a huge touchdown before that. That game was a lot of fun to watch, but I don't know. How do you feel about the Niners? Because we don't have much to say about the Falcons. Dan Quinn got a vote of confidence as well. I think he deserves a vote of confidence a little bit more than some of these other clowns just because he did go to a Super Bowl and he does have this team playing really well towards the end of the season. Yeah, they've been good since like week Sometimes 12. you got to change the drapes, but I, 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 maybe there's no better option out there, and I think that's how the Falcons feel. That's a really good point. I, I don't know. I mean, we look at the Giants and like teams like that and like the Lions, and it's like literally anybody else <laughs> would be fine. And the Browns. Right, and the Browns even, yeah. Um, but you look at Quinn, and again, he did go to a Super Bowl yeah. back in 2016. I don't think he's a hack. No. I mean, people talk about the coordinators he had and obviously Shanahan, but like I, I don't look at him and I'm like he's in over his head. No, and they've and they've been ravaged with injuries over the last few years and lost some key guys. So, how do I feel about the 49ers? I don't feel any different about them, to be honest, man. I mean, they did enough in that stretch that we said show prove it to me to make me believe that they can. Bosa was out. Bosa was out. And that I they, think he makes that defense go. Yeah, Sherman got banged up. Um, that th- this is a team I still believe that can go in and win kind of anywhere. I, I mean, listen, they beat the Packers at home. They go to Baltimore and lose, only, I think, only by three or seven in the rain uh, to Lamar. And then they win that emotional game down in New Orleans last week. And I, that was coming off of that. I think that has it seemed to do like with it, it was well. a let. It was like kind of a letdown game against an inferior opponent, and they had that game pretty much won. I mean, you that was a, what though. Going into the playoffs, sometimes a team needs a game like that. I think so. I mean, they've got Seattle in Week 17, which is a huge game. You see that time and time again where a team goes to the Super Bowl and it's like, I can't believe they lost to the Falcons in week whatever it is right now, week 16. Yep. And then you look back at it and it's like, yeah, that game really, really amped us up. This NFC is so wide open. I'm not going to play, you know, overreaction Monday morning quarterback and start canceling the 49ers. I think they're a really good team. They've obviously shown that they can play with and beat opponents that are, you know, probably a little bit better than them. So I'm not. I'm definitely not throwing in the towel on them. This seemed to be exact like a classic letdown game late in the season off a really emotional win. We'll see if they rebound, and then you know, obviously, week 17 and heading into the playoffs will be a will be a different story. All right, moving on to the next game. William Smith's. I don't know if you watched the game. I I got to get in touch with him. I'll see him next week on Christmas Day. But his Cowboys. Who knows if you watched it? They stomped the Rams 44 to 21, and this game didn't even feel that close. It, dude, it was some wasn't. garbage time for the Rams a little bit there. 
This Cowboys team, I predicted them. They were my sperm bank pick of the week. If they're going to go make the playoffs, they need to win games like these. And they went out, and they did it. They stomped them out. Dak looked good. Zeke looked good. Tony Pollard looked good. Everybody did. Yeah, except for the Rams. And that's kind well, of yeah. the thing. And and to me, is I'm, I'm going to do the same thing talking about this game that I just did talking about the last game. I I'm, picked the Rams to go to the Super Bowl. Remember that. I'm going to toot the horn on myself I here. I do too, man. And I, you and I need to make a, 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 a gentleman's agreement that we're not going to pick the incumbent team that, that won or, or represented, unless it's the Pats. Because every year, I mean, not only do those teams fall off, they they fall compl- off a cliff and nosedive. I'm on board with that. All right, so we, we'll agree to that. So um, when I looked at this game, Dallas came out, you know, all systems go. Everything was working. Um and you know the thing they came out like it was a must win they did period. but you know what there's been so many other games this year i mean that game against chicago was a must win at the time the thanksgiving game was a must win at the time after that new england you know oh, this I love debacle that and, i love that game and so those are the things to me where i look at this team and i'm like yeah you have the ability to do this basically every time with the offensive line your defense has players dak can be great at times zeke is a premier runner you have a nice featured guy like pollard but they don't do it and on a consistent basis. So I'm not going to overreact to them. And the other thing is, let's not talk about the Rams like they're last year's Rams. The Rams have not been a good football team this year. I know they beat up on Seattle the week before at home. But this team has been struggling all year. Goff has not played well. McVay's lost that some of that magic as of right now. Yeah. So just like I didn't overreact to the Niners losing, I'm not going to overreact to the Cowboys winning. Go to Philly, win, and you win the division. Do you show up or not? I got to see that. And then obviously, too, because I you know, get to the playoffs, I picked them to be my wild card, not the division winner, but I still thought they'd be a playoff team. You won a playoff game last year. So expectations are not, you know, nothing. You have to win a game again this year if you get in. And if they don't and they come out flat, whether they be at home, well, they'd be at home if they won the division. Um, however, whatever scenario they're in, if they come out flat or ill-prepared or they have a really sloppy game, then they go right back to it. This is a Jekyll and Hyde team to the highest degree. So before we move on, because we're not that we're not that far and we're only about forty minutes in, we we could both agree. I think the NFC East is the most wide open division right now between the two teams. Because I think the Texans are probably going to take it. Well, just from pure standpoint of like, there's we don't no know fallback plan make it. for yeah. either of the other teams either. Yeah, exactly. One or the other is going to make it. Who do you think does? Who? What, what's your gut feeling here? And I'll give you mine after, of course. Yeah, I, I, I'm so interested to hear where you lean because for me, this is I, this is really a coin flip. I mean, Philly has been fucking trash, but they've pulled out two games and they'll be at home. And you know, this is a head coach that slayed the dragon of Pats two years ago, and and Wentz has the ability to have huge games. They're decimated, so I would pick the Cowboys logically, but the Cowboys have the ability to just flop at the biggest moments. I'll take the Cowboys in this game. I think the Cowboys win this game, which means they win the division. But so you're I don't feel, the Cowboys in the game, and but I don't. The feel, I don't feel great about course, it. But no. I will. I, I mean, I, both I, these teams are the worst out, teams going into the playoffs. Out of the probably. two, I'll take them. But how about you? Do you echo my sentiment or no? I'm in agreement with you, just because of the fact that the Eagles are so decimated, and there's more variables. Like they'd have to win two games, whereas the Cowboys just have to win next week. So that's why I completely agree with you there. I think the Cowboys are going to make the playoffs, and then. I think the Cowboys, depending on the matchups, are going to lose in the first round, even with a home game. Yeah, I mean, if they draw the San Francisco or Seattle opponent, yep. I mean, that's really rough. If they get Minnesota in there, you know, that's a really tough game. So, And no matter who they get, right. I think that they're the lesser team. And it's, so, and it's crazy because when they look good, I said they're the ultimate Jekyll and Hyde team. You know, when Philly wins, it's like, Okay, they won, and some of these other teams too. But even, they're not dominating. When D- Dallas what, absolutely dominated this game. Dallas dominated this game, and they've done it on several occasions. But and the, this is a reigning a- NFC champion that right. they dominated. The problem that I have with Dallas, and we can't. And again, we have to talk about the Rams from the 2019 perspective, not the Rams of last year. But I'm they just have, saying this team has not, talent. This oh, they, Rams team it should not lose that game by no, that much. but they have. And yeah. they, they've been bad this whole year. So what I'm saying is is when you look at Dallas, they have not beaten anybody with you know a resume or a record where you point to them and say, 
oh, that's a big game. Mm-hmm. Their closest game was probably that Minnesota game that they blew because of the awful play calling and stopped running the ball. But, you know, you get killed by Buffalo at home. You lose to Mitch Trubisky and the Bears. I mean, they've had some really disappointing losses. You lose to the Jets. I mean, these are these are games that they are not they're not great. They have the capability. I think when you take the Eagles and the Cowboys to your point and, and just size them up against each other, Dallas is the team that you say, yeah, I have more confidence in them because they have more talent and more guys playing. But oh God, I just don't have confidence in any of these teams. Agree with you completely, but you and I will both go with Dallas to make the playoffs if we have a gun to our Are head. you? I, I got to see if you're – I really can't wait to for our picks. I got to see if you're picking this game. I'm not touching it, just FYI. Okay, okay. All right, let's, so let's move on to the next game. Duck Hodges, Whew. the wheels have come off. The magic's done. He played a real defense, and the Bills did just enough to win down in Pittsburgh. And that's – regardless of how bad the Steelers are, it's always hard to win in Pittsburgh. I think they're one of the only teams with home field advantage left. Yeah, I mean, you get the terrible towels and all that. I would say the Bills have home field. I mean, the reason they lose is mostly because they're just not good. But I got to ask well, you this a question. Sure they are. They the, must be. They are. Um, you said that they made just enough plays, and Duck Hodges was fucking horrible. I think he threw four picks. Josh Allen wasn't great. What do you buy with this Bills team? They're going to New England, who they only lost to by six back in late September in Buffalo. This one's in Foxborough. Give well, me this your, is the team, first put, of all, that your, New England should have been videotaping. Right. Put your finger on the pulse of this Buffalo team because I I don't really know what to buy with them either other than the fact they have a great defense. Well, they're going to make the playoffs. They're not going to win the division, so they're going to have to go on the road. I think they're I think they're out in the first round, no matter who they play. I think quarterback-wise, you look at who's going to make the playoffs, I think they have the worst quarterback, even though Josh Allen, I think, has a great future in this league given right now. I know that they have a really good defense, but I just don't think that they have enough talent on offense to to win against anybody on the road in the playoffs. They're probably going to play Kansas City. So let's let's talk about the AFC playoff picture. So the locks are New England, so they're winning the East. No other teams coming out of the East other than Buffalo. Mm-hmm. You have the South. You have what we believe will probably be the Texans, but you have the Titans fighting there. So that's four teams. Colts are done. Then you have out of the north, you've got Baltimore. Mm-hmm. They're they're the best team, and they're in. Pittsburgh's fighting, so they're six. And then you look at the west. Kansas City. Kansas City, nobody else. So that's seven teams. Man, so out of Pittsburgh, Buffalo. Well, Ed, Buffalo's going to have the better record, so they're going to play the they're, – they're probably going to play – the Texans. Yeah, so I was gonna say out of out in of Tennessee, out of whoever in, doesn't win in Houston, right? Yeah, out of whoever doesn't win the South, um, and between Bills, the loser of the South, and Pittsburgh, who do you feel the best about? <clears throat> Fuck you. Uh, the loser or the winner of the South? Are you talking wild card? So those are the three teams that would be fighting for wild cards. I feel best about the Bills, I guess. Yeah, me you too. You got me there. Yeah. I mean, they have the best record. I mean, even out of the if three the Titans win, I might still feel good because even though Deshaun's fantastic, this Bills defense can make you hurt. Yeah. No, I, I agree with you. I just I, I don't see I don't see Josh Allen as a as a playoff game winner yet. That's all. And you know what? Nobody saw Blake Bortles as one either. He won twice. Yeah. But again, that I I think that defense was even better than this Bills. So I, it was really really good. But again, I mean, this Bills team is capable of holding anybody to. Yeah, and I'll take Josh Allen over Blake Bortles any day of the week, twice on Sunday. So I don't know. We're gonna have to see with that one. But nonetheless, the Steelers lose. I think the Steelers probably have to win out to make the playoffs. I just have breaking news real fast. I don't Ooh. care what any how you lean or whatever, but the president of the U.S. has officially been impeached. Okay, so that so means he's going to trial. So there's news right there. Yeah. Wow. That so he's down. going to a trial. That came from Apple News. I just saw that flash. Holy shit. That's pretty incredible. That's, yeah. So, so what are, this is the third in, well, going back to the modern, modern history, because I don't remember anything past that. I think this is, you're more of a historian than I am. 
This is the third impeachment trial of recent history because you had Nixon, you yeah. had Clinton, yeah. and you have Trump. Now, when it goes to trial, the thing that pisses me off is by the time this trial's over, it's going to be re-election time anyways. Yep. And um, again, I think that... Is it not nuts that... Because first of all, if you're going by betting odds and you're going by Vegas, Trump is minus 140 right now. A president that is facing an impeachment trial is a favorite to get reelected. Mm-hmm. What does that say about this country, my friend, regardless of where you lean? What it says to me uh, as someone who, you know, is not the biggest fan of the president. Um, Nor am I. The, it says that the Democrats better have pick a good, really good candidate because they put who? all their who don't know fucking Mayor Pete, who's mayor of South Bend. They put or, their, or Joe or Joe Biden or fucking um, what is it? Rudy Giuliani's in it. They're both in their Rudy 90s. Giuliani's not a Democrat, but no, no. <laughs> who's the other one? What's the fuck? well? You're talking Bernie Sanders. No, uh, Bernie, no. Joe, Elizabeth Warren. No, somebody just jumped in. That was oh Bloomberg. Near. I'm sorry, I get those two confused. You know how I am with fucking names. Yeah, Bloomberg. yeah. Well, they're no way the same person. <laughs> no, they're not at all. And I'm sorry about that. But I mean, fucking Sanders is already in his 80s, right? Yeah. Listen, uh, we're however it goes. The Democrats have been spending the last three years trying to get Trump impeached. So now that that's taken care of... Well, they should have spent a little bit of fucking time trying to find themselves a viable candidate. Yep, and the next nine months, or really 11 months, is going to decide whether they did or not. So Well, I never thought it would happen, but it did today. I didn't think it would happen either. Holy shit. Anyway, let's go back to the uh, nonsensical sports um, Mm -hmm. and the NFL. uh, Speaking of the Bills, Trump tried to buy him. He sure did, and uh, didn't work out all that well for him. Um... Anyway, he can become president, but he's not allowed in the NFL. He's not allowed in the NFL. Well, you know, maybe don't try to take the New Jersey Generals and force them to be an NFL team True. either. You know, okay. Um, the Monday night game, the record-breaking Drew Brees, who seems to do it only on Monday nights. I don't care about this record as much I as I did either. the other one. Thank Brees you for saying like that. Two behind him. Thank you for saying that. I think it's cool. I think Breeze is awesome. It's impossible not to root for. And him. I'll tell you what: in the modern NFL, given all these, given all the way everything's played. I think all these records are going to get smashed by Patrick Mahomes anyways. Oh, yeah. And and if it's not him, it's going to be the next guy. Lamar yeah. or Deshaun. Right. Or you I name him. And people we have Baker. Yeah. Baker Mayfield. Yeah, I don't think so. Uh, <laughs> Daniel Jones uh, yeah, well, followed, followed by Sam Darnold. And yeah. No, I mean, listen, I think the more impressive was the fact that he completed 29 of 30 passes and had the m- most accurate game in NFL history. I think that was the most impressive I part of this game. a lot more That was insane. That. Um, Michael Thomas is an animal. Great, best receiver in the league right now. He doesn't get enough credit. I don't know why. Is it simply because I mean he's the best target that Breeze has ever had? Oh, Marcus Colston had some years, Marcus but like Coulson, Joe couldn't Horn. hold a fucking candle, candle nope, to him. Not yeah. at all. Because I truly believe. I, I mean, Marcus Colston, we could talk about maybe a top twenty wide receiver. Same thing with Joe Horn. Yeah, he had a couple years there. One. Yeah, he had a couple years there where he was a big. Because I, I think he, he's going to break the receptions record this year. He might. I haven't stayed on top of that, but I, I know that. I mean, he's a guy that you just look at and you're like, there's nothing in his vicinity he can't catch. But yeah, kudos to Breeze. Taysom Hill, fucking awesome. He uh, might be my favorite player in the league. How do you not absolutely love that guy? Um, He does everything. This team is really fun. They've gotten, I wouldn't necessarily, I mean, they have gotten Another guy, Sean Payton. I know he got suspended. He doesn't get enough fucking credit. Listen, I, I think it's just because people, again, it's the fantasy holders and it's the what's, what well, flavor of the at- month, flavor of the month club too. You just look at the talent on this team and what he's put together and what he's drafted over the past few years, him and combined with the front office. I mean, Kamara, you have Lattimore down there. You have Davenport on the line. They've put together a really good team. And a lot of people criticize him for trading up to go and get Davenport. He was dominant. He is a dominant pass rusher. If you want to look at how they've lost in the last few years, they had the Minnesota Miracle. How they lost in the divisional game in eighteen, and then, and, then had, and then they had the no call against the Rams. I mean, and that would have been a totally different Super Bowl if a competent team like the Saints went in there. You could make a very strong case that the Saints have been the best team in the NFC for the last few years. Absolutely, despite what the Rams did, despite what the Vikings did, despite the Eagles definitely winning. the most consistent man. Yeah, I mean they, and again, Breeze. It's impossible not to love Breeze. Congratulations to him. It's a, it's a. He'll enjoy this for maybe a week. 
but it's still very awesome. I you mean, never know. Brady, Breeze, they could just run the ball down the throats of whoever they play this week, and Brady could have five touchdowns and, and beat them. So. Yeah, and again, like you said, I mean, everybody is going to be coming for this record. This is not going to be one where you look. But this is not Jody's 56-game hitting streak. We'll put it that way. No. Um, anyway, that's it. Um, some real national news uh, mixed in with our football. Let's throw we some are, picks at him, huh? Let's, let's fucking do it, man. All right, so recapping last week, I'm too lazy to tally right now. My secretary is really going to have to fucking get on that. We haven't been uploading it to the website. Shit's been really hitting the fan, but you know what? Get the fuck over it, everybody. Start paying us more. That's all I have to say. That's it. Um, But nonetheless, last week you pushed, so you went one and two. I did. Um, and I went two and two, so an uneventful week, but my sperm bank pick, sperm bank pick of the week did hit. It did. So everybody, hopefully you're cashing in on that one. So let's go down the docket this week. We'll start off with the locals as we usually do. Let's start out with the New York Giants because they are above the New York Jets on my list here. The Giants are in Washington and they are three point underdogs. So these teams are about even. They're probably two of the worst teams in football. Uh, who's starting this week? Eli. I don't think Jones is going to play another snap this year. Oh, no, no, no. no. Jones has been a full pra- full go at practice. Okay, so, so Jones is back. Knowing Shermer, he's not going to make a decision until Saturday because this is what this you guy does. You hate this guy, man. Oh, I can't stand it. But it's, um, <laughs> How does Frenchie know. feel about him? Oh, he hates him too. I mean, okay. I, what Giant fan can like him? There's really no justification <laughs> there, which won, is the only more reason why he should be fired. He's won eight games in freaking uh, two years. So, no, I don't like him. Um. <laughs> Okay, so I am going to go with assuming Jones plays. Actually, you know what? Fuck it. I don't care who plays in this game. This is going to be a um, this is going to be a Giants win. I, I know, agree. And you know why? They're going to fuck me. They're going to lose this game, and Chase Young will not be a Giant. He'll be a Redskin. But if Jones does play, there's incentive for them to win. And fuck Shermer. He's out. But... There's that little battle now between Haskins and Jones. Remember, was, the Giants took Jones over Haskins, or everybody thought that was going to be Haskins on that pick. I certainly wanted Haskins at the time. Um, how do you feel now? Again, is the situations. We, you know? Well, you got to see how this shit plays out. You can't be deciding after one. Yeah, I mean, in, look and, at Baker. In Week Six, it was obviously Jones, and now the momentum's turned to Haskins because he's won a few games. And Jones hasn't played. Right. These are two two quarterbacks on really bad teams, and they're rookies. Um. But there is that little bit of incentive. I can see the Giants winning this game. So I'm going to take the Giants with the three. I agree with you there. I'm going to take the Giants as well. Um, I think Haskins has a multi-pick game, even without Jack Rabbit being on the Giants anymore. All right, let's move on to the New York Jets. The Jets are at home against the Pittsburgh Steelers, yet the Steelers are still favored by three points. I'll pick first just to give you a little bit of a fair advantage here. I'm thinking Duck Hodges is going to start again. I think Mason Rudolph is a thing. My my uh, former Oklahoma State quarterback, I think he's a thing of the past. Go even pokes. though Hodges go pokes, even though Hodges had a four pick game last week. Donald's been playing pretty well, but this is a pretty good defense. On the road, they need this game. I'm still going to go with the New York Jets in this game. Ooh. I think the Jets are going to have a pretty good game. I think Darnold slings it all over the yard. I, I think um, I think Jamal Adams plays in this game. I think the Jets are going to take this one. I think if the Jets win, it won't be because Sam Darnold slings it all over the yard. That Pittsburgh defense is fucking good. Yeah. I could see them squeaking out a win, but I'm going to take Pittsburgh here. This is Pittsburgh has one game. Pittsburgh, you know what they have? They have fucking balls. They have toughness because of their head coach. And they know their season's on the line. I if should they have lose, taken Pittsburgh, they but lose this game. I'm an honorable guy. Well, that's I'm going to stick with the Jets. That's definitely not true. But uh, for at least for your allegiance of team you are, um, I'm going to take the Steelers. I, I, I'm going to trust Tomlin. Uh, I don't think Doug Codges has to do a lot in this game. I think the message is going to be clear. Don't cost us the game like he did at home against uh, Buffalo on Sunday night. So keep us in this game. Let our defense go to work. Make enough plays. Give me Pittsburgh. They need this is their season on Sunday. All right, so to my next game, my third game going out of market here. Listen, they're still battling for the division with the Seattle Seahawks, and after losing a big time upset last week, they're at home, a little home cooking. See if Bosa comes back this week, but the Rams look absolutely terrible. I'm going to take the San Francisco 49ers at home. They are favored by six and a half points. I think this they win this game by a touchdown. I think they make 
Jared Goff looked like an idiot out there. Who, honestly, and I know he won two Super Bowls. I see a lot of Eli in him. Goff? Yep. Mouth breather. A lot of picks. Big yards. Big numbers. I think they're different style. Goff is much more of a... Mobile. He's more mobile. I was going to say, he he he's more predicated on accuracy. Eli was more, I'm going to throw the ball all over the fucking place. Some are going to be caught by my True. team. Some are going to be caught by the other team. So, I don't, I don't, wouldn't make that comp. I, again, I... I would say the type of guy. Yeah, watching Jameis this year, throwing, just from a throwing standpoint, that he's had an Eli year. Yeah. Um, for my game, I'm going to go to Cleveland, where Baltimore is a 10-point favorite. Oh. And you know what? I only have Baltimore by seven on my on mine. That might make your life a little easier. Yeah, I see I see plus ten here, but I, either way, um, I like. So you going with them plus ten or plus seven? I'll take the plus ten. Okay. You know why? All right. Because so you know now. who is responsible for one of Baltimore's worst losses this year? Cleveland, and they don't take games off. The Ravens. They don't want to lose to the fucking Browns, because all the narrative will be is, oh, well, you either barely beat the Browns or you lost to the Browns twice. And not that that should matter, but I think it kind of does. And we saw them not play their best game against the New York Jets last week, and they still won by 21 points. They don't have to play their best game to beat the pathetic, hapless, dog of a team, Cleveland Browns. So I will go with the Ravens. 7 or 10, doesn't matter. This is a 14-point game at least. Lamar, baby. Keep that train rolling. The rest of this docket is really it tough. It sucks. It's tough, The man. Saturday uh, might be the best games. It's tough to pick as well. Why don't you give me your last pick before we line up the sperm bank pick of the week, which has been hot lately. It has been. You've been doing a good job. Um, I'm going to go to New England. Mm. The Patriots are six-and-a-half-point favorite against the Buffalo Bills. This game's really tough. The Bills hung with the Pats. Everything in my being says, take the Pats, take the Pats. This is their time. Take the Pats. They win at home week 16. I'm going to take the Buffalo Bills. Wow. You think they're going to keep it close? I really do. Patriots win, but they're going to keep it close. I don't even know. Wow. I mean, dude, you got to be honest with yourself here. The Patriots, I said they would beat Houston because Houston never wins big games. You know, they, they... who they they lost to Kansas City. I said get Kansas City in the cold in Foxborough in December. Patriots lose that game. I know that game was close. I could see this going either way, but this is closer than a six and a half point game. And I like Buffalo. I mean, they're the Patriots right now. Don Brady doesn't have anybody to throw the ball to. Don Brady. Tom Brady. Tom Brady doesn't Dom have anybody Brady. to throw the ball to. <laughs> and fucking uh, who's that? <laughs> Jeez, I just got excited. Um. <laughs> And the Bills are a fucking great defense. So I'm I think the, Bill Belichick's going to figure out how to get rid of fucking and that's Josh the, Allen. That's the fair one. That's the fair one. Yep. But I'm gonna. They have not looked good in a little over a month. All right, now for my sperm bank pick of the week. Dom Brady gets it done. <laughs> Dom Brady. This one's brought to you by Philip Rivers again. Big time sperm guy. It's been hot lately. I just got off the phone with him. He says he's thinking about investing after after his career's over. That's a big time sperm guy, huge, huge. I guess I now that Trump's now that Trump's impeached, I can start making jokes on the huge sperm guy. Huge sperm guy. Um, you said you weren't. You said you were interested to see if I'd do it. All my brain cells that are left are saying not to do it. Mm. But I'm gonna do it. Mm. You are, huh? Because this will make me happy either way. If I get the sperm bank pick of the week brought to you by Philip Rivers' family, the 20 kids he has, if I get it right, I win the sperm bank. If I get it wrong, all of fucking America's team is fu- the the city of Dallas, wherever they play. What are they playing? Fucking Arlington or something like that? Where do they even play? Are they in Dallas? They're in no. Arlington. Arlington, yeah. yeah. They're going to burn that place to the ground. <laughs> oh, shit. I am going to take the Dallas Cowboys favored by one in Philly. Oh, my God. I think Jason Garrett has his best coaching performance I of all time I can't believe you're here. touching this game. Sperm Even though pick I of the agree, week. I could not go near this fucking game. Sperm Bank pick of the week. Cash it in. I think Wince honestly has a little bit of egg on his face after this game. 
I think he makes a couple key interceptions, couple turnovers, tries to do too much. I think the Dallas Cowboys, I think they're going to run all over the Eagles. I think they're going to throw all over the Eagles. Dallas Cowboys win this game. They make the playoffs. Jason Garrett gets re-upped. Four more years of Jason Garrett, Cowboys fans. Enjoy it. Go Four Princeton. more years. Go Tigers or whatever. That, I think the Princeton Tigers, right? No? That sounds right. Yeah, whatever. Who the fuck cares? So that's it. Sperm Bank Pick of the Week. Cash it in. The Dallas Cowboys minus one. So let's do a little recap here. For the first game, you and I both took the Giants in Washington. This is correct. They are favored by three. Second game, I took the Jets, who are three point they're they're three point dogs to the Philadelphia no, Eagles. That would I'm be sorry, the Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh Steelers. Steelers, whatever, they're at home. You took the Steelers. You're just so excited about this Dallas Philly game. Uh, yeah, that's on the brain. I took the 49ers minus six and a half at home against the Rams. Mm. What was that game you took the the next one? I forgot. Already. I took uh, Baltimore plus ten against Cleveland. Baltimore plus ten. Well, they're 10. Mi- they're minus ten. Cleveland's yeah, plus ten. Whatever. And then the final one that I took was the sperm bank pick of the week, the Dallas Cowboys minus one. Yeah, and I took the Bills covering the six and a half points. Absolutely. All right. So next week's a little wonky for us because Wednesday is Christmas Day, my friend. That it is. You're welcome to come to my family's party. I don't know what you're planning on doing, Appreciate but that. we're not going to be I'm doing gonna, a pod. We are not. No, unless you want a little eggnog drunk Tom. I don't know. Oh, boy. Maybe. Every, America might need a little eggnog drunk Tom. <laughs> Listen. Chain so, smoking cigarettes in between sips. And, oh, and yes. <laughs> that'll be a lot of fun right in front of my family. Um, but listen, we will be back next week at some point. I'll be we, with my family down in Norwalk, thank God. No, oh. Cape, no Cape Cod trip this week. There this you year. go, buddy. That's nice. It's probably cold up in the Cape anyways, coming off the ocean there. Oof. It's not. Yeah, it gets breezy. So parents coming down, aunt and uncle, it'll be good. That's awesome, man. Well, everybody, listen, we'll be back probably on Monday, but having a happy early holiday, and we may be on a Mike Phillips pod next week, too. Ooh, yeah, Monday's It's going to be interesting to see what we do, but yeah. we'll do something. We'll do something. We'll figure it out. Maybe we'll mix in a little bit of both. We'll have to see, but everybody, enjoy the rest of your week. Enjoy these shitty-ass games coming up, um, but that's pretty much it. All right, guys. Take care. Good night. <laughs>